You wake up, get ready for work, hop in your car, fight that traffic, drive those commuting miles, and start your busy day. Work all day? Of course. Then drive home. But you stay busy. Weekends too. Day after day. Year after year. How long do you have to keep doing this? When can you retire? Mike Stevens, founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors, wants to start planning your retirement today. His goal is to prepare people for a great retirement. You worked hard for this moment. Let Mike and his team give you confidence to enjoy your future. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. Did you know the average American worker will hold about 12 different jobs over their lifetime? If you've worked for more than one company and you've saved in more than one 401k, then all the more reason to get some guidance on your finances as far as getting ready for retirement. And Mike can help you. He has some really good insights on all of this today. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Retire Right Radio, where we want to make sure you are getting it right before you actually do retire. Nobody wants to go back and have to go back to work and then retire all over again. Here's the phone number to get some guidance on your retirement, 801-210-5500. We give you this number so you can go in and visit with Mike and his awesome team at Capital Wealth Advisors. It's complimentary. You're going to be blown away. It could be a game changer for your retirement. Remember, it's complimentary, 801-210-5500. And find us online anytime at CapitalWealth.com. Mike. Hello to you. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so excited to get started. We got a lot to get to. Oh, I saw the show notes. It's going to yeah. be good. Okay. First of all, football season. Have you watched any preseason yet of uh, any of the pros? No. Okay. I, no. When I grew up, I was a pretty big football guy, uh-huh. but uh, not anymore. My uh, kid is, though. Okay. Well, I have a dad joke for you then. Okay. You Ooh, got I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Ask him, why did the coach go to the bank? Uh, why? To get his quarterback. <laughs> total using kind of cute, cute. It. okay I will totally use I that. know I thought that was good so okay also this week in history kind of a big deal in 1954 President Eisenhower made into law he, he amended Social Security which provided wider coverage extending benefits to like 10 million additional Americans and it included those who are self-employed so I thought that was pretty good you know yeah, that's nice 1954 and then also 1997 Princess Diana, remember? She and Dodie Fayette, or whatever his name was, yep. they were killed in that car crash I in remember. Paris. Yeah, I actually stayed up and recorded it for my family. Because, I mean, back then it was like VHS, oh, right? yes, VCR, yes. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yep. And because the funeral was in England, you know, Elton John was singing. Yeah. And uh, it was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, our time for the funeral time in England. And my parents were like, look, you're 17. You could stay up. Yeah. So if anyone's doing math back in 1997, you know how old I am now. But they're like, you're 17. You can stay up because, you know, it's 10 o'clock and we're like asleep. Tired. Yeah. I stayed up for them. I recorded it. And what a funny change in the world. Now you could just watch stuff on demand, right? Or replay. Right. I had to stay up and hit record on the VHS. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. I remember Uh, that. I remember. That was a sad, sad day for those boys and really for all of England. So, Mm. yeah. Yeah. So, gosh, that was that long ago, really. Huh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're dating ourselves. We are. We are. Now, I did stay up for the wedding, the royal wedding. I will say that. Yeah. Mm. I'd stayed up to watch that. (laughs) Okay. So we always talk a lot on our show about how retirement has changed really over the last several decades. And really, employment has also changed as far as how we save for retirement. 
We have this recent study in front of us that shows that really about three-fourths of today's workers are employed by occupations that didn't even exist in the 1940s. I know, I know. They say that American workers, like I said, hold about 12 jobs over their lifetime, and they're with an employer for about four years on average. That's not very long. What a knife in my heart. Not even five. Yeah. Well, because I own a company. And I'll tell you this. um, We have some really great employees that are lifers. And then we have some people that it's like, hey, they came and did their time and they wanted to try something different. I had an advisor leave to go to uh, uh, the banking industry because he's like, yeah, I want to try my hand at banking. And I'll tell you, it used to be, I was talking to my wife about this the other day. It used to be a badge of honor to say, I was with IBM for 30 years. I got a golden watch. I got a pension. And now all of a sudden, if you say to a person, I've been at this company for three years, the peers are looking at them like, what the hell is the matter yeah. with you, right? Like, <laughs> Why don't you move on? Sorry for my language, uh, but no, yeah, that's, okay. <laughs> that's where people are like, what's the matter with you? You should be somewhere different, right? Because the grass is greener on the other side. Yeah, but that's yeah. See, that's the difference between, I think, um, well, whatever generation that would be and baby boomers, you know, we yeah. are those people and our parents who stayed with jobs. You know? I, I think that instant gratification mm-hmm. is kind of yeah. it's done the world a hurt, yeah. right? Where people are just like, mm-hmm. hey, I got to make a change. And, you know, even it applies to finances a little bit where people are like, you know, and, and let me give you an analogy, right? Before the iPhone came out, if you wanted to check a stock, like you would have to log onto the computer or old school way, look at back in the day what the newspaper, you know, what the ticker code was trading at. And when the iPhone came out and now all of a sudden you have stocks on your phone and people are looking at stocks, it's wild. Like you could say, all right, cool. I'm going to buy the stock. I'm going to sell the stock. And everything happens now in like nanoseconds. Yeah. So even email too, it's just like boom, boom, boom. Everything's so much faster. So sometimes with finances, people can get themselves into a world of hurt because they make emotional knee jerk reactions and they hear, oh my gosh, this stock is like sky high. Maybe I should buy that. And boom, they jump into it. and then. It wasn't the best move, right? Right, right. Yeah. So those people that are switching jobs, a lot of them are going ahead and cashing out that 401k, not mm-hmm. even really paying attention to the taxes or penalties they might receive yep. for all of that. Yep. And yep. they say, researchers researchers say that, you know, when you're cashing out, you're really just going back to square one as far as yep. savings goes. So not really uh, the way to do it, right? No. And then, you know, I was talking to a guy in my neighborhood and he took all of his money out of his 401k to redo his basement. <gasps> and he wanted like a movie theater room and, no. and everything like that. And I said, dude, you're younger than 59 and a half. You realize you just paid a 10% penalty to the IRS for doing that, right? Yeah. No, no. I, 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 I yeah. <gasps> I, you know that you just paid more in taxes because that got added to your existing income. I know. I just really feel like we could watch movies together as a family. I'm like, bro, you could take that money and go to the movie theater with your family, which is a better screen and have more money still in your 401k. And that's uh, hopefully they are not listening to the show, right? Because they're going to be like, why'd you use me as an example? (laughs) I don't think they will because they're they're younger and the show's for, you know, people nearing retirement. Yeah, yeah. My point is, is that, yeah, you don't make knee-jerk reactions. There has to be very intentional decisions with your money. Right. I've heard that before, too. People saying they're going to use their 401k for a house. I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, no, no. Um, How do you talk to people about, you know, what they should do with that 401k when they actually leave the workforce for good? Well, I also do think that if you're leaving, well, 
two different things here. One, if you're moving to another job, I think it's a smart thing to roll your 401k. I'm a big believer rolling it into an IRA and you won't pay any taxes on it because it's going to go from tax deferred to tax deferred. And then when it's in an IRA, as opposed to a 401k, there is nothing wrong with 401ks, but the way you get to invest in the 401k is the way the company documents say you can invest mm -hmm. with limited investment choices. When you have the money in an IRA, now it's kind of like, instead of going to Home Depot, you could go to Amazon, right? Like mm -hmm. there's so many more options for you. So I think that it's funny that if someone's worked at a, at a company and they don't roll the 401k, it's the reason I say it's funny is because like you're cleaning out your desk drawer, you're taking out even like the broken pencil and the mm -hmm. paper clip, but you're leaving your life savings <laughs> at, the, at the company. Wow. Yeah. So I think that you're smart when you switch jobs to take your 401k and roll it to an IRA. And here's one other tidbit of, of really good advice, the reason why you want to do it. If a company switches um, different you know, providers for the 401k, say they go from the standard to principal, and you're not an employee at that company, by law, they have to take however your investments were and go all to cash. And a lot of times people don't realize that they've been sitting in cash for like four oh. years because their former employee switched and went from one company to the other. But by law, they don't have to notify you and say, hey, we're switching and you got to do new investment choices. So that's why it's a good idea to always have control. And if you can take your 401k and roll it to an IRA, awesome. Same thing goes when you leave the workforce for good. You would do the exact same thing. You'd take your 401k and you'd roll it into an IRA. Again, no taxes, no consequences uh, in doing that from a tax standpoint. Um, and now you have control. You get to reduce fees. You get to diversify your different investments. And you get to say, hey, maybe I want to start doing things like Roth conversions or qualified charitable distributions where you don't pay any money in taxes on distributions going to a qualified charity. And there's a lot of options that I think a lot of people don't realize. And for example, you can't do qualified charitable distributions from a 401k. You can only do it from an IRA. Okay. Wow. So, you know, Luan, a lot of times, I, like we specialize in taxes. And I think that's yep. the big deal is that a lot of people don't realize the whole tax conversation. I would direct people to go to our website. We got some amazing tax information that's super easy to understand. We're not going to sell your info or spam you. But if you jump on the computer and go to retireutah.com, go and check out those free guides. And I would even tell you, check out the one, are you paying too much taxes in retirement? Go download it. There you go. Complimentary. And that's why we do this show to guide you to make sure you are retiring right. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So, all right, let's go into the taxes a little bit more. When we are taking money from those 401ks and IRAs, how do you talk to people about that? You got to decide which account you're taking it from and when you're taking it from. It has tax consequences because tax deferred is 401k, IRA, SEP, SIMPLE, 457, 403B, the whole yeah. acronym alphabet soup. <laughs> if you're taking money out at the wrong time or you're taking out too much money, that could cause additional taxes. Talk about how our income is taxed in retirement versus having income taxes withheld during our working years. Okay, well, that's a good question. And remember, every single person is different. So this is just very generic, blanketed advice. When you go and take money out of a 401k or IRA, you're paying ordinary income tax rates. So when you're in your working years and you're putting money into those accounts, you're getting a tax deduction. So you're saying, all right, we're putting money in. 
We're not paying any money in taxes, but that's why on the back end, when you're taking money out, you have to pay taxes. This is again, the strategy of knowing how much money to take out and when, because the tax rate is called your, for federal taxes is called the marginal tax rate. And you have the standard deduction, which is the freebie. You have a 10%, you have a 12%, and then it jumps to 22. So almost twice as much. And then it goes to 24, 35, 32, 35, 37, et cetera. So the thing is, is let's pretend that you're in a 12% tax bracket and you take too much money out of a tax deferred account. All of a sudden, that new money is going to be taxed at that almost twice as expensive 22% marginal tax rate. This is why I tell people you have to be very intentional and methodical about retirement planning. A lot of times people go, I don't have a plan. I don't have a financial advisor. I have a financial advisor. I'm not sure I'm getting all the information I should be getting, especially on taxes. If you're one of those people, give us a call at 801-210-5500 and we will gladly sit down for a complimentary visit and go over these questions that you have. Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. We'll be right back. You don't have to go it alone in retirement planning. Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors want to help. Give them a call today. 801-210-5500. Once again, 801-210-5500. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago? You looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Ah, the joy of taxes. It could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors can help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up your tax strategy session with Mike Stevens and Capital Wealth Advisors now. Call 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 801-210-5500. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Firm may not give tax advice. For more information on retirement planning and how to get started, go to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Hi, thanks for joining us. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with my friend Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer, and Mike is founder and president of Capital Wealth Advisors. He's a trusted leader in the financial services field. You might remember Rod Stewart's song, Ooh La La. I don't remember this, and I know Rod Stewart's way before your time, Mike, but... Um, yeah, I know Rod Stewart. Yeah. I was an 80s kid, but uh, yeah. I don't remember that song. Uh, okay, so it, it has the line in it, and we've all heard this. I wish I knew what I know now when I was younger, right? And and I think we've all wished that. I, I know agree. I have. <laughs> so, um, Hannah Miners is a freelance copywriter, and uh, she recently wrote "Things I Would Tell My Twenty-Year-Old Self," and um, she gives the ten things that she would tell her twenty-year-old self. Could you give even one piece of advice for us right now that you would tell your twenty-year-old self, Mike? I'll give you some financial advice and some life advice, but before I do it, I'm going to put you in the hot seat ah! and tell you. Oh, tell okay. What, what's one thing that you oh, would tell? Well, I would say listen to your dad and right. save your money 
for your future self, Luann. So Luann, did you not listen to your dad? Is that why? Nope, I didn't. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Totally setting you up and you don't have to, you don't have to explain. No, it's true. No, I, we wish Bobby and I both wish that we would have really followed my father instead of his dad. So anyway, yeah. (laughs) so yeah. Okay. Well, here's my financial advice and then I'll give you some other advice. Um, the financial advice is just to start early and probably no one who's 20 years old is listening to this show right now. <laughs> but if I could go back in time, I would realize that the power of compounding interest makes yes. an absolute huge, huge difference. So pay yourself first, like put a little bit of money away, balance, enjoy life, but don't just be all reckless. Cause at 20, gosh, I got into credit card debt yeah. and I ended up, uh, I paid it all off to serve Good an LDS job. mission. Yep. And I, when I, when I went on my mission, I cut those credit cards up and I was like, thank goodness I'm out of debt. I have credit cards now, but I pay off my credit cards in full every single month and I do it just for the sky miles points, which has kind of been really nice. Right. Yeah. Um, so us too. Here, here's, here's some other advice. Yeah. Cause I used to race dirt bikes and, uh, I got beat up pretty much. And I, I'm 43 years old, but I some days feel like I'm 58 years old. And <sighs> probably some of you listening are like, I would kill to be 58. Right. feel like a 58 year yeah, old. Yeah. Again. Yeah. So um, you're back. But, I mean, are you talking like your lower back and stuff? No, like bouncing? my knees and everything. Oh, like, Cause re- I've had, I've broken 13 bones and I've had 11 surgeries and, and those days are well behind me, but <laughs> I think it used to be like a cool thing. Like yeah. when you're a kid and you broke your arm and people yeah. are signing the cast. Sort of a badge, yeah. So stupid. Mm-hmm. So I dumb. Know, so yeah. like my kid wanted to like get into like dirt biking. Uh-oh. I'm like, man, I'm like, just do basketball, do golf. Like just or don't, golf, yeah. Don't beat yourself up. Have it's fun, true. but yeah. um, you'll pay the price later. And that's one thing I want to tell the last piece of advice is you're going to pay for it now or you're going to pay for it later. And mm. I think it applies to everything in life. Going back to financial, if you're not saving, and that even includes all of us right now, if you're not saving, you're going to pay for it at some point down the road later. If you're not taking care of your health, you're going to yeah. pay for it some point down the mm. road. Mm-hmm. So life just has a way of chugging on. And, and if I could go back to my 20s, I would absolutely love that, but I'm telling you, I'm really happy in the journey mm-hmm. and every stage mm-hmm. is good and then there's not so good, but I think you got to be content where, where you're at right now. You can't be looking in the rear view mirror and can't always be looking forward. Enjoy living in the present. Right. I love that. I'm so content right now in my life too. So, I mean, I sure, cool. I wish I could go back to my 20s, but yeah. I'm going to turn here 64 and, this summer. Uh, yeah. And, and you don't look at at all <laughs> You're nice. but don't we all feel like still 20s i do i mean like I feel, we're kind of all like yeah. stuck in this hey, <laughs> in our 20s. i know well okay so when we were in our 20s whether we knew it or not we really were laying the groundwork for our future financial self and mm-hmm. so we always talk about the stages of retirement you know the go-go years no-go years slow-go years all that yeah but financial planners say there are actually five financial stages of life so, you know, first of all, it starts with your early career years, like we were just talking about in our 20s. And, you know, Mike, your clients are, probably have kids or grandkids in this first stage, you know? Yeah. And so I want to right now sort of pay forward information to, uh, you know, the next generation coming up, help them find their own financial footing. What advice would you give those kids right now? 
Well, a lot of our, our people that I work with, they want their kids and their grandkids to be successfully independent. And I feel like any kind of good parent, it's always like, I want my kids to have better than what yeah. I had. And right. And that's kind of perpetual. That kind of stuff happens. So you don't want like the next generation just being lazy and waiting on an inheritance, which I kind of feel like maybe some of the kids these days mm -hmm. have that mindset. But yeah. So here's kind of the things that um, that I see them saying and, and what you could be teaching the next generation is really build up your savings. And we talked about that and kind of set aside an emergency fund. Um, there's a really good book that I just finished reading and it's more geared towards business owners, but the concept is the same. It's called Profits First hmm. and not endorsing the book at all. But here's kind of um, the whole premise behind it is that when you get your paycheck, Put some money aside for yourself um, for down the road, right? Saving for a rainy day, whether that's retirement or whether that's for emergency savings. Um, I am also a churchgoer and I pay tithings and uh -huh. uh, fast offerings. And I really believe that if you can teach people charity and that money is a tool that you can use this tool to improve and bless the lives of other people. I'm a big believer in, in doing that big believer and a lot of our clients talk to their kids and grandkids about living within their means. Yeah. And uh and we've also talked about this already to just invest in in products that's going to help you with the power of compounding interest cuz I think a lot of times people will just say cool I'm saving money and they're just saving it in the bank but the problem is is you're losing money when you have it at the bank. So maybe just teach kids and grandkids that even if they went out and just bought the S&P 500 index for no fees, pretty much it's 0.04% a year and just leave the money alone and let compounding interest do its thing. I think that's going to be a huge thing for a lot of people. Right. Yeah. I just love the word of your future self. I just love that. That really hits home with me. You yeah. know, do these things for your future self. All yep. right, so we're talking about five financial stages in life. So after your career phase, then you're, you know, having the family, career building years, kind of where you are right now, Mike. Tell us about the big financial steps that are happening at this point in a financial life. Yeah, so these are where a lot of the big things happen. I mean, you're buying a home, you're settling down, starting the family. Um, you're kind of an adult. Right? You're adulting. Uh, I, yeah. I, think I'm, I think I'm past this just being 43, but I think for a lot of people that are in their maybe mid twenties or something like that. That's where they're at. I think that buying a home that you can afford making smart financial decisions. And I think that, sorry, if you're Gen Z or millennial listening to the show right now, I think a lot of people want what their parents have, but it took their parents yeah. 20, 30 years to I get. Know. And you want it all of a sudden, don't do that. Cause then you're going to get into debt and it's not going to be realistic that you're going to have a good, good retirement. So yeah, exactly. So good things. Um, do you work with any of these people in those first stages of our financial life? I've, I, not, not, not really. really. Okay. We, no, okay. we work with our clients, family members. But if you are, let me just give some free advice out there and I'll just echo what I said a moment ago. If you're young, just go and buy the S&P 500 index and just keep putting money away, dollar cost averaging, pay little to no fees. And then as you get older and you can start branching out, you have more money to invest but our whole thing, Leon, is uh, pre-retirees, like people nearing retirement yeah. or or in retirement. Okay, so what we're offering today is the retirement money map, and you know, Mike, you explain it as it's a written plan for your yeah. retirement. We can't go into retirement blindly and just like, oh, I'm not working anymore, and now I'm just going to start taking money out of all my retirement accounts. <laughs> it's more than that, right? 
It's like driving through Death Valley, California and, <laughs> and having a broken fuel gauge. And you're yeah. just like, well, I think I got enough gas to make it through. And uh, Oh, my. Yeah. Don't do that. It's no. not a good idea. So, you know what? You just you need to start early and uh, kind of get going on your own thing. Keep your ear to the ground. Ask people that are older than you some financial mistakes that they've made or financial wisdom. Like I, that's, I think, another thing is that not many people these days ask elderly people like what their life lessons have been. <laughs> like I love they've, it. They've already gone through it. They're they're smarter than all of us. So just uh, you know, don't try to act all prideful, like you know more than than somebody else. So and then as you continue building into that phase and and growing, just uh, keep looking and have that eye on the prize. And then when you're getting closer to retirement, I would always suggest doing it sooner than later. So you asked about if we work with young people, we don't, but we have people in their mid fifties, maybe early fifties that are coming to us and they're like, Hey, I want to start preparing now, which I love. That is a good time frame to start connecting and saying, look, I want to make sure that all my ducks are in line and, and that we can actually successfully retire. And then uh, if you're already past that phase, I think it's just maintaining the lifestyle that you have, enjoying the memories, spoiling the grandkids, taking the money that you've worked hard for, making memories as a family, and just doing good with money. That's honestly what, what retirement, that's what fulfills people, I guess what I'm trying to say in retirement. So I don't think it's ever too early to start thinking about retirement. And I also don't think it's too late to make sure that you're on the right path for retirement because you know, something could derail your retirement. You need to make sure that you have a solid action plan. And if you're not sure if you have an actual plan, because I say this word all the time on the show, retire right radio is retiring right. Right. Retiring right. Means, <laughs> right. <laughs> right means that you actually have a plan. So if you don't have a plan, I'd reach out to us. If you have a plan and you're like, I'm not sure if my plan's good or not, either way, reach out to us. We will happily look at your plan for you or put you on the right step. 801-210-5500. And I can promise you that when you come into the office, no pressure, low key, all about you, no talk about products, leave your purses or checkbooks at home. It's having a good discussion to see where you're at. So give us a call and see what we can do for you. And I want to mention, too, that Mike and his awesome advisors there at Capital Wealth Advisors participate in ongoing education so they can help you with all these complex things that pop up, tax strategies and just new new laws that come up and they can make it simple for you. So they are certainly here for you. I want to give out your website, too, because you've got some great information there on your website, retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Yeah, thanks so much for adding that in there, Luann. I think the whole key is that at our office, we are so committed to helping others financially succeed. And you may not know the story with my mom and dad, but my dad passed away at 49 years old way too early, and my mom didn't know where to turn. I committed that this would never happen to any of our clients or anyone that I care about ever again. So whether we work together or not, I want to make sure that, you know, and my, my staff also wants to make sure that we can give you the best retirement possible. So like Luann said, uh, check us out on the website or give us a call. There are five financial stages of life. Three of them happen before you actually retire. We're going to get into the rest of them when we come back. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. We'll be right back with more. At Capital Wealth Advisors, Mike Stevens puts his clients and their retirement needs first. His focus is on people, not products. No sales pitch, no hassle. 
to get started working with Mike. Call 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. Get the most out of your Social Security benefits by downloading Mike Stevens' free Social Security report now at retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Hi, I'm Lou Ann Fulmer. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. He's been working with people just like you, creating financial strategies to get them to and through retirement successfully. He is founder and president at Capital Wealth Advisors. And he's here to get your attention today and offer a chance for you to come in and get that retirement money map that he's offering complimentary. So it is no surprise that what's right for your money now probably won't be the case in 20 years from now. And we've been talking today that there are five main stages in a financial life. The third stage is a very important one, and that's those pre-retirement years, Mike. It's an exciting time. Your house, you know, you're trying to pay that house off. You're getting closer. Kids are off the payroll, hopefully. Maybe maybe you're still paying for their cell phones in my condition, in my situation. But you are in your peak earning years. Uh, It's also a time when you can't afford to to make a mistake with a wrong financial move, right? Oh, my gosh. So let me me give you an example. Um, 2020, right before the pandemic hit, it was the fastest drop ever in history of the US stock market in one month in March of 2020. Oh, yes. The yes, market yes. dropped 34%. Uh-huh. And I just had this client come in a few days ago, worked for Intermountain Health, and they told me that one of the surgeons who everyone looked up to, he was going around and he was telling everybody how he was pulling his money out of the market what? and he went to cash because he knew that it was going to drop even further. Right. And so this person telling me the story is like, well, I, didn't pull my money out. And I didn't know at the time if that was the right thing or the wrong thing to do. And I said, well, looking back now, aren't you glad that you didn't? Because it was the fastest recovery ever in US history, which is called the V-shaped recovery. So it goes down and then straight up like a V, right? Yeah. Wow. And, And by the end of the year of 2020, which is in the year of the pandemic, the stock market finished positive 16%. Amazing. In, in 2020. Crazy, okay? yeah. So here's my point. Like that individual, that surgeon sold, went to cash, locked his losses in. So I don't know what level he lost, you know, locked in, but say he locked it right at negative 30%. He just lost 30% of his portfolio. And then this is the kicker mm-hmm. is it takes a lot more than where you were at just to get back to where you were before you lost. Right. So if you have a thousand bucks and you lose 50%, you're at $500. Right. If you make a 50% return thereafter, Luann, you're only at 750. 750, you're not, yeah. yeah. You're not back at a thousand, right? So when you lose 30%, you need like a 72% rate of return just to get back to where you were before you lost. So think about that. How yeah. would you like to make a, well, everyone would love to make a 72% rate of return, uh, yeah. but how, how long would it take you to make 72%? And so here's the key is that you have to have a plan where you're like, Hey, when the market goes down, we have a strategy that will get our income from over here. And we really like safe accounts where when the market goes down, we can pull the income out of the safe account. When the market goes back up, cool. We'll flip and we'll start taking the income out of that. And here's what it does. 
it eliminates the emotional risk and fear because as human beings, we are our own worst enemies. Like we will trip ourselves up making knee-jerk emotional reaction decisions. And if we can say, hey, the market went down, that sucks, but we're going to leave it alone. Mm -hmm. That's how you win. And here's another fun little story for you. If you, well, it's not really a story, but more of kind of an example. Mm -hmm. If you were to drive home and there was a Zillow billboard over your driveway <laughs> and it showed, what your, it showed what your house price was on a daily basis, it would drive you mad. Because on a daily basis, your house price is swinging up and down thousands of dollars. Yeah. Do you care? No. No. Why? Because you're not moving. You're not right? ready to. Yeah. So if you're like, I'm leaving it alone, who cares? So if the stock, the analogy here is if the stock market goes down on paper, it's gone down on paper. You have a loss if you lock it in like that surgeon and you sell when the market's down. Yeah. Wow. That's a great yeah. story. Great yeah. story. All right, so, so when is a good time for a financial checkup to make sure we are on the right track for retirement, Mike? Okay, so what's a, uh, the best Chinese time. proverb? It's best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time is now. Today. Right? Plant, to yeah. planting a yeah. tree. Do it now. <laughs> and we tell our clients all the time, like, hey, if you want to go and have someone else like put eyes on what we did, awesome. Just don't hand out our proprietary planning process. <laughs> I'm always like, hey, that's cool. That's cool. And then we always have people come back and say, wow, you guys have done such a good job. I would tell a person like there's no do-overs in retirement and nobody's going to care more about your money than you. Like I'll tell you as an advisor, I care about all of our clients, but I don't have the same connection to your money that you do. The money that's in my bank account, I have a separate connection than, you know, if I had an advisor and obviously I do my own advising. But <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, is everybody should be constantly looking at this. It's not a one time and done. It's keep going, keep looking at it, keep seeing if you can improve. Tax laws change, inflation goes up, like all of these things continue to happen. Stock market volatility, be fluid and be moving because if you're rigid, that's when you break. <laughs> you don't want that. That is, no. that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Um, real quick, tell us about that transition that happens when we do go from saving when we're working to now we're in retirement. Oh, and... oh the, yeah. The biggest thing that I have to help people overcome and it's normal. Okay. So Luann, do you remember back in the day when you graduated high school? Oh yeah. Did you worry a little bit? Like what's next? Like I'm a, I'm a big girl now. Like, uh... I, gotta, I got this <laughs> like different change and path in I my didn't life. Really worried which was silly but you seem you know. like you're a free spirit yeah i wasn't very worried well i was still gonna live at home that's why i was gonna okay. go to college in my hometown yeah so I no no biggie for me yet but that's okay later I when think... i graduated from college yes okay so that was my yeah. point and yeah. i think there's a lot of people that it's like this new phase of life the new chapter you're like i don't i don't really know and so let me tell you what it looks like for retirement is it goes save 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 save, 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 right? For like 30, 40 years. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden it's, hey, spend, 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 <gasps> uh, spend, 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 spend. Yeah. And, and that probably just gave a listener or two some anxiety. A lot of anxiety, yeah. Just hearing me say that because mm -hmm. that's what it is. And really what it is is that you've, you've trained your mind to save all of these years and ride the stock market ups and downs and now it's saying, hey, it's okay to spend. And there's no more saving that's going to happen in your life. It's spending. Mm -hmm. And that creates a lot of anxiety and mm -hmm. fear for a lot of people. 
So there's a, a big emotional, I guess, obstacle that people have, which is absolutely normal. But I'll tell you why they get anxiety is because they don't have a plan. Because the plan needs to be stress tested and the plan needs to say, here's how much money you're looking at spending to make sure that all of your monthly expenses are taken care of so you can maintain the same standard of lifestyle. And then it's saying, well, let's add in a little bit of fun money. Okay, great. Now let's also plan for the worst. Taxes mm -hmm. are gonna increase or you or a loved one are gonna get sick. Are we gonna have enough money? And if you can go through and you can have a detailed methodical plan, I'm telling you, the spending part, it's easy, right? Yeah. And the, the cool part about this is that we put guardrails in place for people that they're not overspending and we put guardrails that they're not underspending. And it's not my job to say what you can and can't buy, but it's my job to say, here's how much you can spend on a monthly basis and be totally fine. Here's how much you want to spend because you can't be the richest person in the cemetery. You can't <laughs> take it with you. No, don't want to be. No. So that's, that's kind of a real challenge and an obstacle that a lot of people have. And we walk people through this all the time. If you're getting near retirement and you got questions about it, give us a call. 801-210-5500. I want to guide you to the website too. It's retireutah.com and you can get this checklist challenge right there at your fingertips. And thanks so much for joining us. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. So the last two stages of our financial life, Mike, happen actually during retirement. And in your early retirement years, you know, you're, you're go, go, going, right? Doing all those yep. things on your bucket list. Yep. But you have to create, and this is what you do magically for everybody, create a spending strategy so people can enjoy those early years of retirement, but not blow through their savings too quickly, right? Yeah. And I'll just, uh, I don't want to, you know, beat a horse to death here. But the, the whole thing is, is that it's not just how much you're spending. It's all of the ancillary external things that can affect you, right? Like you can have a great spending plan, but I could come up to you and say, all right, three years from now, you're going to develop a health issue and your medication is going to be sky high, mm -hmm. right? Are you going to have enough money for that? Or, Hey, you know what? You X, Y, Z, like there's a whole plethora of different scenarios that I could give you. So it's not just about having an income plan. It's about stress testing your existing plan to make sure that you're going to be okay. Okay. Very good. And finally, since I have a little bit of time here, I want, I want to just ask you about that, you know, estate plan, legacy goals, things oh, yeah. like that. When do we start thinking about that, Mike? Yeah. Well, jokingly, I said a moment ago, you can't be the wealthiest person in the right. cemetery. So the whole thing is, is that it's interesting when I sit down with a, a couple and I say, how many kids do you have? All right. Do you plan on leaving money to kids? And one person says yes. And the other person says no. And they both look at each other at the same time. Like, wait, what? Like, are you serious? Yeah. I don't want to care. I don't want to create trust fund kids, but your parents helped you out. Right. And I'm like, oh I just my. have to sit back and just let them wait. work it out. Cause I'm, I am not a marriage counselor. Yeah. However, I will tell you this. Um, I always want to make sure that at the end of the day, that no matter what happens, the money that you worked hard for, this money goes towards making memories for you, your loved ones, and anyone else that you want to bless the world with. Mm. So if you do a good job with planning, it's you should be magnifying this money. You should be improving it. You should be taking it and, and just doing all of those things that you've always wanted to do. And then at the end of the day, because we are all mortal, one day we will pass away. What does that money represent for you? Do you want to leave money to kids? 
maybe you said no well here's the deal they're going to still get the house when you pass away so there's mm-hmm. going to be money going to them no matter what but what i've always found is that leaving money to a person doesn't have the same kind of impact in their life and your life as opposed to making memories so some of the yeah. coolest things that i've seen is grandma and grandpa they're like we're taking the whole family on an alaskan cruise mm-hmm. we're gonna you know get off on the port and we're gonna do the old railroad through the mountain and and stuff wow. like that mm-hmm. and those are the things that they said you know i connected with my 12 year old granddaughter in a way mm-hmm. that we had never connected before and that's special for her and it's special for the grandparents and and that's what i'm saying is that you know at the end of the day there will be money left over probably with the sale of a house and and maybe some retirement assets that you haven't spent but it's all about enjoying and making memories right now so are you making these retirement memories i'd ask you that if you're unsure if you're not spending enough money or maybe you're worried that you're spending too much money give us a call at 801-210-5500 and let's make sure you're on that path that you can have the best retirement that you've always dreamed and envisioned We'll be right back with the rest of Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. When you crash your car, you get it fixed. When your computer crashes, you get a new one. But what will you do if you've been saving in a 401k or an IRA and the market crashes? If you're in your 30s or 40s, you'll be just fine. But if you're in or near retirement, you could be in trouble. Mike Stevens and his team at Capital Wealth Advisors are here to help. They can run a risk analysis to see if you're too heavily invested in the market. Don't let the ups and downs of Wall Street control you or your retirement dreams. Call 801-210-5500 today to schedule your risk analysis with Mike Stevens and the team at Capital Wealth Advisors. That's 801-210-5500. Crashes happen. Question is, are you ready? Capital Wealth Advisors, 801-210-5500. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Will you be paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by going to retireutah.com. That's retireutah.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. So happy to have you along. This is Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer. All right. So we know you have questions about retirement. And today we're going to focus on some retirement questions that we know a lot of people have. We're going to dig into our Retire Right Radio mailbag and get some of these questions answered right here on the air for you today from Mike. You ready to go, Mike? I love this part of our segment. It's so much fun. I know. I do too. All right. So here's the first one. This is from Tammy. Tammy asks, what kind of accounts need beneficiary designations and how do I make sure everything is current? Hey, that's a really great question, Tammy. I just want to make sure that for everyone listening that I can also direct you to an estate attorney just so that they can give you specific legal guidance. Just because our firm isn't um, a firm where we are writing up trusts and, and wills and whatnot. We're working with those people, collaborating with them, but we're not actually doing it. So Tammy, for you and all of the listeners, I would say it's important not only to have your beneficiaries up to date, but to have multiple beneficiaries. So I don't know if you're married or not, Tammy, but say you and your husband decide to go skydiving. And unfortunately, it doesn't work out for both of you guys. We want to make sure that the kids or whoever you're leaving the money to, that they don't have to hire an attorney to kind of fight to prove that that money was supposed to go to them. 
unfortunately, Tammy, we see um, in times where people don't even have a beneficiary and the money just goes in limbo. Mm. Here here in Utah, we have that program. And I, I forget what it is, but I see those billboards when I'm driving down the I-15 and it's a like claim your cash and stuff like that. And it's not a scam. That's literally the state of Utah um, has that billboard for all of these funds that have just been sitting in limo, limbo because there's been no beneficiaries that have claimed that. And you know, the other part too, Tammy, I would suggest is, and for all of our listeners, is to have a conversation with your spouse and to have a conversation with your kids, like where all of these assets are you would be shocked how many times people will come into our office and when we're having our discovery visit and I'll say, all right, tell me about all your accounts so we could get it plugged into our retirement money map software. And people will be listing off accounts and one of the spouses will look at another spouse and say, wait, what? We had that 401k still? And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't you remember? Like I, I left that job and, and I left that 401k there. And they're like, no, I, I didn't know that, right? So. Imagine if that spouse passes away and then the surviving spouse would have had no idea that that money is there. It's just, it's sitting there. So I would even say kind of like, and I, I just laughed because I thought this analogy in my head, as you're supposed to go through and replace your smoke detector batteries, Luann, how often do you do that? We're supposed to do it once a year. You're supposed to, do you do it once a year? Because I don't. Heavens no. <laughs> but that's that's totally why I forget. just laughed when, it's probably I, when been I thought eight, about that. It's probably been eight years. I don't know. It's probably a good yeah. thing to do. Okay, but the point is, is periodically replace your smoke detector batteries from a health standpoint <laughs> and make sure your beneficiaries are up to date. Because one of the last things, Tammy, that we see is when a person passes away and they didn't update a beneficiary and we have an ex-spouse listed as the primary beneficiary. <laughs> And the current spouse is like, oh, are you serious? Oh. Yeah, that money is going to go to the ex-spouse and you have a very small chance to ever getting that money. So oh. look, just make sure they're keeping fresh and, and up to date with those things. Yeah. But really great question. Thanks for right. asking, Tammy. Really good question. One, one thing I, that just happened to my husband and I, Mike, I went to the bank to pull out money from a savings account and they wouldn't give it to me this time. They've done it what? every other time. And it's like, you're not, your name's not on the account. I'm like, it has to be. Bobby and I went in, we tried to get everything updated. I came home, I'm like, Bobby. <laughs> get it fixed. Get what my happened? name on this account. If you die, I can't get yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, was it just not listed or what, I, what happened? I guess I was, everybody else has given it to me. Just this time it didn't work. And I'm like, so they made me take it out of another account that had exactly what I was trying to withdraw. And Bobby was so mad. Were, so, because you're a radio personality, Luann, so everyone at your bank was probably like, "That's Luann," and then, yeah. and then the one person that's brand new on the job, they didn't know who you were, no. and, and everyone, Luann's too nice, but she probably could have been like, "I'm Luann." Oh, I would have never. I'm just kidding. No, Luann's not that way. <laughs> no, but, no. Yeah. But anyway, that was so. Anyway, another reminder, you know, too, make sure you're you're on all of your accounts too. <laughs> yep. You don't that's want right. those to get tied up in court. All right, here's what. Hey, yeah. sorry, can I, oh, can I just me. say one last thing about oh, that? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Um, for your aging parents, there's a financial power of attorney as well. So mm -hmm. you want to make sure that they're not making um, mistakes financially or just giving money away to some shyster or something like that. So as your parents age, you might consider a financial power of attorney so that you can be responsible for helping them out. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, excellent point. Excellent point. All right, we're digging into our Retire Right Radio mailbag. I have another question for you, and this is from Alan. Mike, how do I figure out how much I have to take from my retirement accounts? I know there are required minimum distributions, 
but I don't know how to find out exactly how much mine is. Great question, Alan. So let's define retirement accounts because the IRS defines a retirement account as a tax deferred account. But for everyone, when you say retirement accounts, you might even be thinking a brokerage account, which is not tax deferred. So you have to look at things from a tax standpoint, first and foremost. Secondly, that whole thing is how much do I have to take? Let's define that a little bit. Are we defining taking to enjoy your lifestyle in retirement or is it specific to just required minimum distributions? Because there's two different things. I'll address the first right now. So if you're taking money out of your retirement account and you're not sure how much you're taking, that could actually cause additional taxation. So for example, if you're in a 12% uh, marginal tax rate and you take out too much money, that could push you to a 22% marginal tax rate. So think about that, Alan, and everyone listening. You've just taken out your money, but the IRS says, cool, we're doubling your tax rate. And it's not double, but almost double, right? So you got to know how much you're taking out first and foremost. The other thing too is people used to have this weird idea that they could do the 4% rule for the rest of their life and that was going to work forever. Well, times are changing and uh, the 4% rule doesn't work anymore because we have things like rising tax rates and we have things like rising inflation rates. So the 4% rule is inaccurate. If you take out 4%, you could accidentally take out too much money and spend yourself down to zero too quickly. So now shifting gears and talking about the required minimum distributions. What that means is that the IRS is tired of you deferring your taxes because you've put money in, not paid taxes, put money in, not pay taxes. So currently, as we're recording this here, the new age for RMDs is 73. So that was changed with the Secure Act 2.0. And what that means is that the IRS says, hey, you got to pay some taxes. So we're going to force you to take money out of those tax deferred accounts. And maybe you say, nah, I don't really want to because I got real estate income, you know, some rental income, I got a pension, maybe your social security. I'm good. I don't want to take money out. And they go, oh, really? You don't want to? Okay. We're going to charge you the tax plus a 25% penalty. And it used to be 50%. So thanks, IRS. You, you reduced it, <laughs> but <laughs> it's the largest penalty in the tax code still, 25% penalty. So Alan, the way you do this is that you look up what's called the uniform life table. And what the uniform life table will say, here's your age. And then you'll look to the right and it'll have an, a number like 25.6 and then 24.7, et cetera. And that number is getting smaller every single year. And what that means is that you take your ending account balance that was on December 31st, the previous year, and then you divide it by that number that's getting smaller. And that's the minimum distribution that you have to take out of your account. So the thing is, Alan, is you don't want to mess that up. It confuses a lot of people. There's, that's a high-level overview, but there's a lot of nuances that you want to be aware of. So what I would suggest is if you got questions about this, reach out to us because we're tax professionals. This is what we do for people all the time. Calculate RMDs and then even have a conversation around, hey, do you donate to a charity? A lot of times people will do that. And you don't have to take money out. You can take money from your IRA donated directly to a charity of your choice that's a approved 501c3 charity. And guess what, Alan, that counts as an RMD. You don't pay one cent in tax. The charity doesn't pay one cent in tax. Congratulations, win, win, win. And that's called a QCD or a qualified charitable distribution. 
That's why you want to work with an advisor that understands taxes inside and out, because all of these little tax nuances that you could be taking advantage of, they're real and they're there for you for the taking. Great question, Alan. Thank yeah, you. Really, really good. So I just want to say right now, you know, if if you had this question, if you want to find out even more from Mike and the awesome team at Capital Wealth Advisors, then all you have to do is pick up the phone and call them, set up an appointment to go in and see them. 801-210-5500. That's 801-210-5500. And we are so happy that you joined us today. You're listening to Retire Right Radio with Mike Stevens. I'm Luann Fulmer, and we are digging in our, our mailbag today. Here's another question for you, Mike. I'm hoping to get a couple more in. This is from Walt, and Walt says, do I really need to be that worried about inflation? Inflation? <laughs> uh, I'm laughing. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like it won't be that big of a deal after I stop spending as much money when I get a lot older. Walt, why would you want to stop spending more money when you get older? That's, a, that's the best years of your life. <laughs> so here's the deal, Walt. Unless you're sitting on millions and millions of dollars and you're spending just a few thousand dollars a month, no. But for most people, um, look at the price of eggs. Look at the price of gas your purchasing power dramatically goes down. So we track inflation over the last 109 years, and it's averaged about 3.24% overall. But here's the deal. If you have, and this is Walt specifically to you, and anyone listening, this is awesome information, and this could definitely apply to you. At Capital Wealth Advisors, what we do is we don't say, hey, I need $7,000 a month growing with inflation and with taxes, we go one step further and we do what's called an expense plan. And when we work with people, we say, how much is your mortgage? And then how much is your real estate taxes? And what are your healthcare costs? And what's your utility bill? And what's your eating out expense, et cetera. The reason why we're categorizing those for our clients is because I want you to think about this, Walt. Does a mortgage have inflation? No because your mortgage is a fixed rate for mm -hmm. the length of the time. But things like real estate taxes will have inflation attached to it. And then going from real estate taxes and talking about healthcare costs, those have different inflation rates because healthcare costs are actually inflating by about 3.65% per year. And real estate taxes are about 2.43% per year. So the reason why I'm saying this is because when you break it down into these categories, you can average what your actual inflation is. So even though the last 109 years has averaged 3.9 or 3.24, excuse me, when you average it together, it's not going to be as high. That's how you win the retirement game. Luann, I know that you wanted to ask some more questions, <laughs> but we are okay. unfortunately out of time. So I do have to wrap it up, but I want you guys to tune in next week. And honestly, thank you so much for listening to Retire Right Radio today accumulating these assets in retirement, that's just one step of our journey. We want to enjoy the retirement of our dreams. We want to be able to spend money. We want to be able to make memories. We want to make sure that money lasts. So if you got questions about that financial journey, give us a call. 801-210-5500. We're going to be back with more retirement guidance next week. Capital Wealth Advisors is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered through Capital Wealth Advisors, LLC, a state of Utah registered investment advisor. Insurance services offered through CWA Insurance Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. 
It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Capital Wealth Advisors is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the United States government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein, provided by third parties, have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Capital Wealth Advisors. This radio show is a paid placement.